The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. All right, it's time for Attaboy. Here on the program, highlighting positivity. We do that because of our networks. Nine days, no payment for business internet. And I'm giving my attaboy to a university that gave an unexpected bonus to all of their employees, saying thanks for their service during COVID. The chancellor at Vanderbilt is recognizing all of the school employees for their diligent work over the past two years with a surprise bonus in their paychecks. All of the eligible staff uh, postdocs will receive $1,500 bonus, $1,500 bonus in their paychecks at the end of March. That's around 9,000 workers, including part-time employees, who are getting the generous bonus. We can have our SEC rival robberies and trash talk all day long, but this is great, great by Vanderbilt's chancellor Adam boy to the chancellor at Vanderbilt. This is cool. He said it was not easy during the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic. However, your dedication to our vision and goals enables our university to operate at its highest level. I am indeed grateful as we approach Vanderbilt's 150th anniversary in a position of strength and with optimism about our path forward. So pretty cool for Vanderbilt. And you know it's a good attaboy if we're going to mention it here on the program. So it's a great attaboy. All robbery, trash talk aside, attaboy Vanderbilt. I'm giving Tennessee baseball an attaboy because we give Tennessee attaboys here on the Swain event and not (laughs) – Vanderbilt, Uh, but Tennessee baseball sweeps South Carolina. Chase Burns was terrific on Friday night, pitching deep into the seventh inning, had nine strikeouts uh, at the plate. Jarrell Ortega hit a home run. Luke Lipsius hit a home run. Evan Evan Russell hit his first of three home runs on the weekend. Cortland Lawson hit a home run. Tennessee really took it to South Carolina on Friday night. They then beat them five to two. On Saturday, Chase Dolander pitched five strong innings, seven strikeouts. Will Mabry came in and was terrific for three innings out of relief. And then Redmond Walsh picked up his second save of the season and had two strikeouts in the three batters that he faced. Uh, Luke Lipsius hit another home run. Jordan Beck hit a monster home run. So Tennessee secured the series win on Saturday and then... Yesterday, Tennessee really took South Carolina out behind the woodshed, um, beats them 10 to nothing. Drew Beam was practically perfect, literally. He took a perfect game into the seventh inning, and on the first pitch of the seventh inning, South Carolina hit a double to the warning track that Drew Gilbert was able to get his glove on, but too tough of, of a play to pull off, and it resulted in a double for Carolina, which eliminated the perfect game, but Drew Bean never gave up a walk, gave up just that one hit, 
had three strikeouts. He was just tremendous, absolutely tremendous on 86 pitches. And then at the plate, uh, Tennessee just continued to hit bombs. Trey Lipscomb hit a home run that went 440 feet, uh, 108 miles per hour off the bat. Uh, Evan Russell hit two home runs. Christian Moore, the, the stud freshman, hit another home run. He's got seven home runs in 32 at-bats. Seven home runs in 32 at-bats. Pretty incredible. He continues to, to rake. And, and the home run that he hit, he didn't even get all of it. He got fooled on a changeup and golfed it out with, with one arm. He, he was fooled on the pitch and, and still hit a home run. He is insanely talented. So Tennessee takes care of business. And, and there were a lot of fun nuggets from that series. It's uh, Tennessee's fourth sweep of the weekend or fourth sweep of the season. And Tennessee is now just one sweep away from tying last year's record for most sweeps in the Tony Vitello era. Already. They had two in 2018, three in year two, two in year three, five last year, and they already have four this year with with nine weekends still to go. And uh, Chase Burns, Drew Beam, I talked about how great they were. They have to be number one and number two in the race for SEC Freshman of the Year. I know it's early, just the first weekend of conference play. But Chase Burns, he's given up two runs in 26 innings, is 4-0. Drew Beam has given up three runs in 24 innings and is also 4-0. So life gets uh, tough now for Tennessee. They'll be at number one Ole Miss this weekend, at number four Vanderbilt next weekend. And the polls are starting to come in this morning in D1. The one that I go by, Tennessee is up to number five in the country. They were number seven last week. They were up to number five this week. And there is one publication, though, perfect game, that has Tennessee ranked as the number one team in the country. That's the publication I go by. <laughs> I, I, I knew it would be. <laughs> but uh, Tennessee ranked number one perfect according game. to perfect game. Let's see what baseball America has Tennessee at. Well, America has them at seven. There are not six teams better than Tennessee in the country. Are you saying that's wrong? Yes. I mean, they still have Texas third. Listen, I, I don't know how you, you have, have Texas Well, you third. have a publication named Perfect Game. Can't speak for itself, Ben. They, they, they're perfect, huh? They're perfect. So, another great weekend for Tennessee baseball. I am very excited for this weekend in Oxford. Going to be a fun one. Number one versus number five. And if Tennessee can go in there and – and get the job done. I mean, they should be number one in the country. And and D1 baseball, which is the poll that I go by, and as I've said, I go by them because I think they do the best job of covering college baseball. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, going to the text box, since Ben is the true VFL of the show with his Tennessee-centric attaboy, I must be a traitor there. Uh, you are. Speaking of Van- Vanderswain. Speaking of a trader, even though this person is not a trader, how about attaboy to your boy Kari blasting game for being a Chicago Bear? That's right. That's right, man. Uh, according to my sources. According to your sources. According to my sources, free agent fullback Kari Blasingame 
has signed a one-year deal with the Chicago Bears. You a Bears fan now? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's bear down, baby. There you go. Bear uh, down, and here we go this year. <laughs> Jason from the Borough says, so winning in the tournament is hard, and we should not have high expectations for the basketball team. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the thing for today, right? No, Jason, that's not the thing. No one ever said that. No one, no one insinuated that you shouldn't have high expectations. You should have high expectations for everything that you do in life. You should have high expectations for everything you do. No one here has said you should be happy about Saturday's game. Matter of fact, we said multiple times. <laughs> it's okay. I so, just said that Tennessee has underwhelmed in every tournament that Barnes takes. Did we, I not just say that before with the break? Most, said multiple times. You're disappointed. You should be disappointed. It hurts. It stinks. You, it like no one has said. No one has said you just be happy losing. And you shouldn't have high expectations. Like no one said that, Jason, and no one insinuated that. No one did. So I don't. I don't. I don't know where that came from. Uh, Philip G says, so Kentucky needs to fire Cal. Baylor needs to fire their coach. Auburn needs to fire Bruce. Bruce, Iowa should fire their coach. All good coaches who lost in the first tournament, first weekend of the tournament. I guess so. Um, Jennifer Moore says it may not be a popular take, but having to use Fulkerson as a starter for so long has hindered the team. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad she's she's looking forward to say it. <laughs> say it. I will if you don't. Dang, Jennifer ain't playing this morning. I'm glad he's done. Hoping to get another big guy who can play and take the beatings. Hey, that that is a a, a harsh fair. take, but a, a a fair take. And look, a, I a take that many people probably agree with. I feel the same way. I I I would have worded it nicer. <laughs> I would have I would have put a little sauce on it to to soften the blow. But I'm I'm ready to move on from John Fulkerson. He he had a terrific career. And he he wasn't the problem in the post. I, I, I Urosh is not the world's greatest post player player either. And I I think John Fulkerson being named All SEC Second Team was the worst thing that ever happened to him because it created unreal expectations for who he is as a as a basketball player. He is a good guy you want coming off the bench like Tennessee had the second half of the season, but you don't want him to be your best post player. Yeah. And I like I like I I don't I don't think that he was flailing a, around on Saturday because he was uh flopping on purpose to 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 draw fouls. I think he was flailing around because he's he's weak and doesn't have the body to to to, to match up against a, a Hunter Dickinson and, and to me there is there's is a difference. He he's just He's not a strong basketball player, and because of it, he looks like he's being thrown around like a rag dog, and it looks like he is flopping consistently. Jennifer is uh, fair, and she she's right. Look, I I said I agree with her. Yeah, I, yeah. I I have the same. I feel the same way. I'm 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 ready for the John Fulkerson era to come to an end, and Jeff, that it has. Jennifer says I'm too. I'm getting too old for the sweet sauce. Right, I'm with you. You're definitely old. Big big bad voodoo Nate says Jennifer Moore is bringing. The harsh but big facts this morning. 
Always oh, Vault says, dang, Jennifer came out hot. <laughs> hey, she's right, though. She's not wrong. She's right. Nelson from Jackson says, hashtag, we want Nico. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, <laughs> Nelson. Hey, man, we over here talking about basketball. We getting all passionate, talking about Tennessee basketball. Jackson's like, listen, man, y'all, y'all let me know when Nico about to commit. <laughs> we want Nico. I love it. I mean, I love it. Maybe yeah. soon. Who knows? Golly. I, I, I think it is possible. Uh, but Nelson will be happy to know that uh, Tennessee golf did just pick up a big commitment. <laughs> Nelson don't care from from Josh Hill, who once beat Brooks Kepka in a nine hole match at 15 years old, and he has made the cut on the European tour multiple times so nelson speaking of commitments tennessee golf just picked up a a massive signee in josh hill and if you go to volquest.com you can read all about it thanks ben i mean they picked up one of the best players in the country awesome don't, don't you want tennessee golf to win championships i want every team to win championships all right then you better I'm, be happy i'm speaking for nelson i don't think nelson cares nelson ought to care if he's a tennessee fan Nelson's a Tennessee football fan. Lame. He's a fan of the school, but like he follows Tennessee football recruiting. You he can... should follow Tennessee golf recruiting too. No. Do you follow it? Yes. Austin, Outside of today? Austin tweets it and it gets on, on my timeline. So Austin follows it and then you just saw it from Austin's feed. Correct. Because Austin's trying to snuggle up and get free golf lessons from the golf coach. Correct. <laughs> free lessons, free... Free golf trips, oh, man. free access to that uh, facility over there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Nelson, I love me some Nelson. <laughs> oh, man. Von Birmingham says, when Rick retires, Steve Forbes is the guy we need to hire. He has flipped Wake Forest fast. He can recruit and could win a lot here. Von Birmingham. Dude, I'm with you 110%. When that day comes, Steve Forbes is the first phone call. I can't wait to see him up against Bruce Pearl every single year. He is the first, he is my first phone call over Kim English or anybody else. 100%. To reiterate, disappointing the loss. Want Rick Barnes and his teams to win more, but support him 100%. Love what he's doing with the basketball program. That support's now about their waiver. There's no drama. Our teams play the guts out for Tennessee. I mean, y'all trying to get rid of him? Because, like, a lot of folks are saying a lot of stuff but not really saying anything. Yep. Like, like say it. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Saying a whole bunch of nothing. Saying a whole bunch of nothing. You can be disappointed, like we all are. No more than the players are. You can be disappointed, but still understand, like, we're lucky to have them. And I'm looking forward to, when I speak for myself now, I look, I'm looking forward to jumping back on the ride 
next year if the team plays like they played this year. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, just the results, but if you're giving your all, you're playing together, you're respecting the game of basketball, you're respecting wearing that Tennessee jersey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be right there with you. Matt McMahon, what's he viewed as? Oh, I like him. He's, he's good. Viewed as one of the top up-and-coming coaches? Mm-hmm. Do you think these, these people who want Rick fired because of a lack of tournament success would want Rick to be replaced by Matt McMahon? Do you think those, those people would be happy with Matt McMahon? I'm sure they would be. I'm, I'm sure they would be, too. Uh, Matt McMahon just put together one of the greatest seasons ever uh, for a, a mid-major. Murray State did not lose a game in conference play and won the tournament. And even if they had not won the tournament, they they would have received a bid to the NCAA tournament. They, they didn't need the automatic bid to make the tournament. Uh, as great of a season as that was, as great of a coach as Matt McMahon is, as great of a roster he had, he didn't get to the Sweet 16. And he didn't run into a blue blood in the tournament. He played... San Francisco and St. Peter's and still couldn't get to the Sweet 16. Which is weird because if you're a great coach in the regular season and, and have a great team in the regular season, doesn't that mean automatic success in, in the tournament? I mean, as great as Matt McMahon is, even he could not get to the Sweet 16 playing San Francisco and St. Peter's. Fire, man. Like, when, 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 when Josh Heupel gets to the point to where he is beating down the door consistently over and over like Mark Rick, then we can have that conversation. But for now, man, I'm I'm just glad we 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 have him and we have stability and, and we're winning more. But we are a long way away from that. And I think for Tennessee basketball fans, lumping in Rick Barnes way he did at Texas, I, I I don't see how that how that matters. I mean, I, I think it does. It does. Because it, it, it does. It, it does matter because it, it's part of his track record. I mean, it, it, it's who he is. Just because he did it at one school doesn't mean that it that it doesn't still apply to him. And, and like that track record of coming up short and underwhelming in the NCAA tournament has applied to his time at Tennessee. Um, again, I, I think there's context. that That's my whole gripe with people. It's not black and white. Is that it's not black or, black or white. It, it, there's context. That, that needs to be explained. There are circumstances that need to be explained that people just forget about. And, and it, people on top of that, people just think it's so easy to win in the NCAA tournament. And it's, and it's not. Like, I, as I said going to the last break, like Rick has underwhelmed in every single tournament that, that he's been in at Tennessee. Tennessee should have made it past Loyola Chicago. Tennessee should have made it past Oregon State. The Grant and Admiral team was better than a Sweet 16 team. This year's team, better than a round of 32 team. So, yes, Rick has come up short in in the tournament, has underwhelmed here at Tennessee, just like he did at, at Texas. I agree with Jay in that sense. Like, he has a long track record where we go our separate ways, and, and if Jay wants to call in and, and – Correct me if I'm misinterpreting his phone call, but the way that I interpreted his phone call is that he thinks Rick Barnes is is, is a bad coach and can't coach in in March. And I don't 
necessarily think that that is just simply the case just because he has come up short in the tournament. Again, there is context and circumstances. Oregon State, terrible. That was a really poor coaching job. Purdue, a couple of years ago, you mentioned the free throws. You mentioned Ryan Klein hitting unbelievable shots with a hand in his face. You had a a, a call go against you in that game that, that swung the pendulum in that game. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to bash Rick for that particular loss because, to me, that was a coin flip type of game. Like, it, it could have gone Tennessee's way just as well as it went Purdue's way. It, it easily could have gone Tennessee's way. The, the luck aspect of things did not fall Tennessee's way on that night against Michigan on Saturday. Tennessee did not lose because Rick Barnes did a had a poor coaching performance. His offense, his coaching led to, to opportunities for his players to be successful. And unfortunately, for the first time in a month and a half, Tennessee didn't have shots go down. And like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to categorize Rick Barnes as as a bad coach in March when, when you have that Purdue game that could have gone either way and, and Tennessee didn't lose that game because of poor coaching. And then you have the Michigan game where Tennessee didn't lose because of, of poor coaching. And like I said earlier, that, that was more than just a round of 32 type of game. I know Michigan went 17 and 14, but that was the preseason top five team that everybody had slotted in that showed up. And it wasn't because Tennessee just played so poorly. Michigan played terrific basketball and its talent finally showed up. And that was more of an elite eight sweet 16 type of game. And Tennessee's incorrect seeding came came into play and, and hurt Tennessee because if you're a two seed, you don't have to deal with that in, in the round of 32. So I think th- it's just it's not black and white, and that's that's where I separate. He has been underwhelming, but I, he, it's not all been his fault, which people just automatically blame him and just make him out to be this horrific March coach when that hasn't been the case every single year. The reason why I said what Rick did at Texas didn't matter to me because. The time that Rick was at Texas, his programs have been better than Tennessee's over that over that same span, that same amount of time. Ninety eight up until when he got here at Tennessee, or his last time at Texas, which was two thousand fifteen. So for seventeen years, he had a better program than Tennessee during that time. So it was better. It was it's better than what we have done. And Texas Texas standards. Their standards, they looked at Rick Barnes going to the Elite Eight in 05, 06, going to the Elite Eight in 08, 07, 08. And then for seven, eight years, not getting back to that point, they felt like it was time for them because of their standards, which were higher than ours during that 17-year run. That's why I don't understand trying to adopt Texas standards when their basketball program has, has had higher standards than ours during that time. We just got these standards when Bruce Pearl was here and we got a little taste of it. We just got these standards. Texas have had them for longer. Texas standards are not our standards and they haven't been for the same amount of time. So I, I agree with you that it's not black and white, it's gray area. 
But like, I just don't lump in what, what Rick Barnes did at Texas with what he has done here. Number one, he's a different coach. And number two, our standards are not the same for the same amount of time. Let's go back to the phones. Jay wants to chime back. Yeah, please, please do. Please do, Jay. Hey, look, guys, I'll be quick, all right? I, I never said Rick Barnes. I know Ben didn't say that. I never said Rick Barnes was a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He wins a lot of games. He, the good he does outweighs the bad tremendously. And I think I said that to begin with. All I said was the man loses in March way too much, way too early, I believe. And that's my opinion. But that doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Fame coach. He's going to do far more good here than he did bad. He's going to leave when he does retire. He's going to leave this job in a much better spot than he found it. It's going to be one of the best jobs in the country. He also happens to lose in March really early, really often, and uh, on a consistent basis. And that was my point. I agree okay, with so everything point. you just said. I agree with that point, but that wasn't the same exact point it, as that, the first that, call. That That's not the, the energy that you were portraying in your first call. But I agree well, with this. I, look, okay, go ahead. No, I say I agree with everything you just that you just said, but if you know, if I you, think you can always find context. You can always look at different reasons why things happen. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, is that all I was saying is, is that it keeps happening. And the reason I brought up Texas is like what Ben just said. It shows a long track record of doing this. I understand it's hard. Tom Izzo also has four, four or five Final Fours in a national title what i that's all i was saying was is that you know it it's it's almost unfair to barnes because there's so much emphasis placed on that tournament and you could have a great regular season you could win your conference title and then you get bounced early and people will view you as a disappointment that's that's really unfair that's that's unfair but barnes is a great coach he wins a lot of games the guy's going to get more talent than we've ever had here at Tennessee. And we're going to be a top-tier SEC team, and we're going to do a lot of great things. We're going to have stability, which we haven't had in a long time. And, But I also think we're going to get beat in March early. And, you know, that's just how I feel because I think that's who he is. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I understand that. That's, that's fair. I understand that. That's and, fair. And, and with that being said, there's two – roads that you take right you either say all right well we just gotta get better players and and coach them better and and try to get a little bit luckier because if olivia olivia canwell plays you think he's letting hunter dixon beast him down the post dickinson may still put michigan on his back but it's less likely with yeah. olivia out there so you get a little bit luckier you get a little healthier and you do it again that's one road you take or you say well we get another coach and there's people getting to the crossroads and they're talking like they want to make that right turn and getting another coach, but they know damn well you can't do that. That's all I'm saying. Like we have pointed out everything that Jay has pointed out here on this program at, at you know, before. We did last year when Tennessee lost to Oregon State. We said, Well, if Rick Barnes doesn't do this with this basketball team, the critics will come and it, you know, for the most part it's gonna be fair. And for the most part, it has been. There's been some crazy stuff like Dan Walken, but ain't nobody really paying attention to his ass or what he got to say. <laughs> um, but we know there's only two roads you can take. There's only two. You buckle down, 
you get better players, you're coaching better, you get luckier, or you decide to go another direction. Anybody with any lick a bit of sense knowing know that you don't go in a different direction right now. So there's no reason to even insinuate or beat around the bush or mention it. Like it'd be stupid to do that. It would be stupid to do that. So yes. Yes. That's I want more. I want more out of Rick Barnes. I'm sure he wants more out of him his teams in postseason. And that's a monkey that he has to get off his back. There's no doubt about it. And no one's making excuses for him. Last week when it comes, when it comes to that. Before before the tournament began and we were talking about how we felt about Tennessee, I said, I, I feel good about Tennessee because of how they've been playing, but I also don't feel good about Tennessee because I know Rick Barnes' track record in the tournament hasn't been all that great, and, and neither has Tennessee's. Tennessee has not had good luck in the NCAA tournament, and neither has Rick Barnes. Yep. And I would hey, if, if I wasn't a Tennessee fan, I still would have picked Tennessee to, to, to go far because of how they were playing right now. And there's a lot of people who picked Iowa to go far because of how they were playing. And the teams who are, Richmond. The teams who are left are teams that A have a little bit of luck and who are playing the right way right now. Wisconsin was a higher seed seed than us, according to Joe Lenardi. And they got beat by Iowa State. And Iowa State was an eleventh seed. You wanna know what Wisconsin shot from three? Two for twenty two. From three. Two for 22. So you don't make shots. No matter how great you are were in the regular season. And Wisconsin has a first round pick, a top five pick, top 10 pick more than likely. Like if you don't shoot the ball well in the tournament, don't matter how great you shot it the night before or the day before, you going home. Blue blood or not. National coach of the year or not. Regular season conference champions or tournament conference champions, you are going home. It's the great thing about March Madness. It's also the worst thing about March Madness because in football, you have to play consistently well for each each and every time you get out there in the playing field or playing surface to even have a chance to play for a championship. In basketball, you don't. You can be like Michigan, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, and still get to the tournament and still have an equal opportunity to win it, just like the team like Gonzaga who won 90% of their games in the regular season. And Gonzaga barely got past Memphis. I picked Memphis away. Dang it, my bracket. I, I almost did. I I uh I almost I picked UTC. UTC almost got it, man. They almost did. They man, almost I felt did. so bad for for UTC with how that shook out. But I felt good. I, I didn't pick Kentucky uh, to go far. I picked Auburn to lose in the second round. Now yeah. I didn't get the teams correct that beat them. I picked Murray State to beat Kentucky in the second round, uh, and then I picked USC to beat Auburn in the yeah, second round. But me too. I, I I felt good when uh, <laughs> I, I was vindicated for, for making those choices. Yep, yep, for sure, man. I picked Auburn and lose in the second and round, And I too. almost got UTC. It was a you did. point. You did. I was so you close. Did. Controversial. H- Ending, too. Yeah, Houston made me look stupid. Yeah. H- Houston, man. I'm, now, when we talk talk about coaches in the in the 
in the postseason in, in the NCAA tournament. Kelvin Sampson is money in the NCAA tournament. It's all set up for two teams that have been getting crushed over the last five, ten years of underachieving after getting all the talent that they get. Number one is Bill Self in Kansas. It's set up for them, and it's set up for Mark Few and Gonzaga. It's set up for them to go in. I think the only team that's going to get in their way maybe is Arizona, but it's set up for them. Villanova looked good. Yeah, it Villanova is Jay Wright in the tournament. Jay Wright's money in the tournament. Hey, we should just go hire Jay Wright. That but sounds like it's easy I, to do. I think that is a, a great idea. That's just easy. Let's or just, or let's, let's go get Mark Few. Oh, that just sounds like it's easy. No problem. Yeah, man. <sighs> Ugh. Give him a lifetime contract. <sighs> Man, Hunter Dickinson shooting threes like Carl Anthony Towns. Swain event, be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Good morning, Swain Event crew. The new year is here, and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low, and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP. As there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. 
You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon and go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hour 3, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Make sure you get your annual health assessment that is typically covered by most health insurance. Checking everything from your PSA level, which are your prostate, your thyroid, your litany, your liver, your kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and more. Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Dot com. Make your health a priority this year and schedule that assessment. I'm still going to watch the tournament. I I watched it last night. I, I did not enjoy Saturday uh, watching Tennessee lose in excruciating fashion. And just the, the aftermath is just not fun. Seeing the players upset, Kennedy crying there. That was uh, tough. What was 
put a lump in your throat. And, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I, I tweeted this out, and I was really impressed by Jawan Howard over the last couple of days. And I hate to mention this right after Tennessee loses to him, but I, I was really, really, really impressed with him just sitting in on his media availabilities, him previewing the game, very thoughtful, very kind, very respective of Rick Barnes and and what he's done. He just really respects the game of basketball is kind of what I took away from that and just seems like a real genuine good dude. And that's the vibe I picked up before the game and after the game. And then then you see – him consoling Kennedy, and you, you see Chris Weber and, and him stopping guys in in the hallways after the game, consoling them, giving them advice, talking to them. I was really, really impressed by Jawan Howard this weekend. And like I said in my tweet, I, I, I didn't word it like this, but long-term, as we get further removed from the the incident he had with the Wisconsin coach Greg Gard I hope that that doesn't continue to define him because right now you can't say anything about Jawan Howard without somebody making a joke or a serious joke I mean there, there are people making serious jokes on on our board at the GQ and responding to my tweets about how they genuinely thought he was a bad person because of that one incident so uh, I hope moving forward that he, he's not defined by that one moment long term. Yeah, I remember when uh John Chaney and Calipar got into it when Chaney was at Temple and Calipar was at UMass and John Chaney like in a at, at, you know during altercation in front of everybody said I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like he said I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> like yeah, for real like he threatened his dude's life in front of everybody. I'm going to kill you. So you just hope that you are not defined by your your, your weakest moment or your lowest moment. And um, I appreciate Juwan Howard because he's been there. He knows how it feels to be in Kenny Chandler's shoes because they were in his shoes as the Fab Five, and they came up short against um, I don't know if it's North Carolina, but they came up short. Was it in the natty? Mm. Was that a, was a year or two before I was, uh, four years before I was born, 1991. Was it Natty or the final four or the uh, semifinals? I think it was the Duke. I think it was the Duke. Maybe it's North Carolina. It's one of those two teams. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Wait. Hurry up, hurry up. What we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? Duke. Duke. Leitner. Ah, yep. Yep. There it is. Oh, man. So, I ain't gonna sit here and say I'm rooting for any team. I'm not. But I do have respect for Juwan Howard and Chris Weber. And uh, even more so for Kenny Chandler by his his natural reaction to losing. A little different between him and Jabari Smith. Not saying Jabari didn't care. I just appreciate Kenny Chandler and him giving everything that he had. I appreciate that a lot. 865-255-03 is always our number here to the 
Irish Networks Hotline. For Ben McKee, Jason Swain, hope you have a great Monday. Oh, we will, Vol Nation. We'll be here to talk about the great Monday, regardless of what happens, because we had a great show. And we got to follow it up follow it up with another great show. We will do that tomorrow, 7 a.m. See you there. Swain Event, Fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. Peace and love.